Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? Nick's in five. That's what's up, Barry. Nick's in five. Here we go. Deja vu. Deja vu. I went to the Knicks game one, by the way, and on the they I, on the way home, witnessed a fan throwing up in his seat on the Li Double all over the floor. That was nice. Kind of like what the Knicks did in the second half, you know. And good day to Jay. A.K. Blanderson Hooper, who just did a f- an amazing impersonation of an asshole about to take a shit for me and Barry. With his face, by the way. I thought that was pretty good, right? Barry liked it. Can you do that again for us? No, I ate all of the, the chocolate-covered raspberries all. I had. I only took four, so I ate them all. Blandy's sitting here eating chocolate-covered fucking raspberries while we Frozen record ones. the show. Frozen Chocolate-covered raspberries. What a fucking pussy. No, those are delicious, Craig. Don't you knock got it them until you him. try it. Yeah. yeah my he wife didn't got get it for them for me. His, his, he and his wife bought them for my wife because she's still in you know, bedridden. So it's, it's not like one guy was buying another guy raspberries. My so wife how many buys, bags did you my guys wife get buys for her? bags of these at really? Target. Many, Whenever she goes to Target, she empties out their freezer and buys mm-hmm. these things up because once one time she went and they didn't have them. So now oh. when she goes, she literally buys every one that they have. <laughs> wow. Target's yeah. got some good f- snacks, you know? And Barry, are you going to be doing that impersonation to Jordana around the house? You should do I that will now. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> See what <Next> she thinks. <laughs> You're going to ruin the whole, that whole dessert or whatever that is. Now, I think I might go with, instead of saying, look at, look at me pushing a turd out of my mouth, I might just do it and say, what is this? <laughs> Do it and then and see if she can figure it out. She'll give up and then I'll tell her and then yeah, uh, mind will be blown. Makes sense. I see. I can see that. Your makes kids sense. could get into it. Yeah. Oh, it's whole family doing that it. The kids would do. That's a family activity. Shitting out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and please subscribe to the one podcast. That when you're sad, we're sad, right, guys? This is Ho to Pay. After that game one loss against Miami. Hoo-wee. That was a squeaker. Oh, wait, nope. Oh, fuck you, Bl- Blandy. Well, what are you doing, hold on. Whoa, Blandy? Whoa, whoa. Hold on. Because did I label them wrong? Yeah, you did. So calm yourself down. Okay. This says Hotepay, <laughs> and then another one says JoJo after game one. Who the hell is JoJo? Not JoJo. Play the intro clip. We just talked about it. The intro clip. You see, you did fuck up, Landy. You said you did fuck up. Okay, but but it's it's the intro clip. It's not labeled as Hotepay. 
We have did one we not labeled just talk this. About you can't, you can't right, see how he... Did we just talk he, about this? This isn't yes, your fault. Yes, I can. This isn't your but, fault, but Blandy. Is, Don't let him make it yeah. sound like a joke. No, it's it literally is labeled fault. as Hotepay. Let's okay. hear what Hotepay had to say. And no, I'm well, like, oh, okay, let me click Hotepay. That's Hotepay, vo- his voicemail for the voicemail section. This is his oh, intro. I, but I somehow know the difference between the, the two. Right, you literally go. just said, what's the intro clip for? And I said, it's for the, the clip right, you and then all the beginning that's of the why show. When you said hold to pay, I was like, oh, because I thought well, we're going to voicemails out of nowhere. All right. And then didn't you just play JoJo, though? No, I played hold to pay. So you okay. don't even know what you labeled. Well, we have got a JoJo and a hold to pay, yeah, Andy. Exactly. And then apparently another hold to pay that's not labeled as hold to pay. Oh, fucking right, play. Play the, the intro clip. Here we go. Wait, and what's please. Oh, do, does it? No. And please subscribe to the one podcast that when you're said, we're said. Go. Intro clip. What's up, boys? What's the pay? Calling from the bowels of the New York City subway beneath MSG. Somber. Saxophone music in the background. You're feeling like down. Giving up game one at home. Losing the home court advantage. I don't know, man. Boys just didn't bring it today. Did not bring the energy. That's it. That's the crowd. Didn't exactly bring it all either. So, anyway, it's a hard next life. Let's pay out. Now, since you started to fucking play it, Blandy, mm-hmm. Hotepe also called after game two, and it's a whole different fucking Hotepe because you know what's going on for him. Oh, so, yeah. play, play that other one that you started to play. <laughs> That was a squeaker. I don't know, guys. I don't know whether to, to take any confidence from that game or uh, or just be nervous, but it's a win is a win. And uh, I don't know. It just felt like it doesn't feel like our guys out there. I don't know. It's uh, scary. Anyway, you know uh, you know what the win means, right, baby? It's a hard-on Nick's life. That's right. Hope to pay out. Wait, was that real or was that what was that? <laughs> Who was that? I that was either that was either Hotepe's wife or AI. It sounded like AI or something. Like or Hotepe just gave me a boner. <laughs> is what just happened? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Guys, Bet Online is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. You can get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. Basketball's Barry, back. are you enjoying the pro basketball playoffs? <laughs> yeah, can they not Craig, say NBA? I don't know. Maybe they're not allowed know. to because they're not partners or something? There's nothing like pro basketball action. <laughs> I love watching pro basketball every night. I mean, Me too. Me too. Some idiot wrote this. Uh... Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. Head to the website today. What are you just fucking playing a golf sound? I'm just playing For all, no the, reason? all the read sounds. <laughs> just get them all out of your system. What else do you got? Just the Might as well play some DJ clips. <laughs> Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use promo code BLEAV to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Whew. I am exhausted, guys. I'm fucking beat. That was the most painful. Yeah, it was hard. Least enjoyable win I've seen in a long time. 
It took everything. Injuries to Jimmy Butler. Struess. It took luck. Bad calls that went our way. Like mm-hmm. that fucking ball that hit the rim. Yeah. It took every superstitious fucking trick in my book. Hands in my pants. Hands out of my pants. Hands on my head. The same hands that were in my pants, by the way. <laughs> you didn't clean them first? Hands on my face. <laughs> laying down. Sitting. Standing. Kicking my wife out of the bedroom, bringing her back in, kicking her back out again. Switching rooms. And then I finally figured out. I finally landed in my bed, in the bedroom, hands in my pants, Mm -hmm. slight pressure to my penile area. (laughs) And we did it. (laughs) We came through. That was what we needed, Barry. We got game two. The series is fucking tied one to one. And listen, I know it was painful, but it doesn't matter. Because this is the Knicks versus the Heat in the fucking playoffs. And all that matters is that we are even and it is now a best of fucking five, Barry. Yep. Thank you. That was fucking very insightful. Yep. Did you <laughs> give yep. me something? Who's who's your star of the game, Barry? Tonight we had we had some big mm-hmm. points from the starting lineup. Really, like nothing off the bench. But who do you got? I mean, th- th- there's a lot depends on what part of the game you're talking about. But I think you got to give it to Brunson because at the end, when it mattered, when it counted, you know, after doing you know really nothing in the first half, he came out. And and he and he made sure that the Knicks got the W. You know, he was one of the people that did. Like I said, mm-hmm. one of them. Yeah, he had some big threes in the fourth quarter. Did dribble the ball off his leg at one point, which sucked. Yeah, the, the, some other guys who had big. Yeah. I mean, Josh Hart was huge in the fourth. Right, Josh Hart double. almost had a triple double. Him and Randall with near triple doubles. Randall twenty five points, twelve boards, eight assists. Josh Hart with 14 points, 11 boards, 9 assists. And so let me read you this. Let me read you this stat line. A big offensive Craig. rebound late. Let me yeah. read you this stat line. 3 points, 9 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, 1 mm. block. Yet another another box score stat line that you look at and it tells you nothing about the impact that Isaiah Hartenstein had on Huge. this team. Yeah. He was all over the place, play after play, hustling his ass off, making plays that mattered. I mean, you know, you're looking at this squad, you know, and, and we were saying it like throughout the game, like, where is this Knicks team? What's going on? And he embodied what this Knicks team is. He is such a New York Nick. And he he played his ass off down the stretch of this game. And, you know, without him, I don't know if they pull out this win. Really yeah, you're know. right. I said like no bench production, but I was talking no points, but he really did hustle and somehow I don't even I couldn't even see how he did it or how he was getting balls off of the heat, but his hustle near the sidelines and the paint just everywhere was giving us extra possessions. Yeah, all drawing the fouls, like so many little things that he was doing. Yeah, and we needed him on a night because Mitchell was in foul trouble for the first time in a long time. Had four yeah. fouls early in the third quarter. Well, it seemed Hart- like right, right out of the gate, it seemed big. like it was Bam's mission to get him into foul trouble. Bam was going right at him. And yeah, he picked up his, his second foul, you know, two and a half minutes, uh, two and a half minutes into the game. Yeah, and then he didn't play for like 12 minutes. He sat for for a really long time. 
Yeah, because Hartenstein was effective. Yeah. But then Hartenstein was, they were both in running in foul trouble the whole game. They had nine fouls between the two of them. R.J. Barrett came up huge, especially in the first quarter, Oof. right, which kept kept it fairly even in this game that you thought, I mean, I think we all thought we were going to blow them away in this game because we had Julius back, Brunson back, Jimmy Butler is out, and basically, according to the fucking broadcast, their entire team is undrafted, yet they hung around <laughs> with <crazy>. us. <laughs> right. They hung around with us. I mean... Look, I was really Gabe confident Vincent with a, with his second twenty plus point game of the series. Yeah, Gabe, Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, and Caleb Barton. I mean, the three of them were, were terrific in this Alonzo game. And it wasn't Smith had some plays too. He was another yeah, one. Yeah, and, and it wasn't even. I mean, forget it. First of all, the three point shooting between those three guys was was really good. Um, and then it was even like hustle plays by them. Caleb Martin was coming up big, getting a ton of offensive rebounds. They played. They played a really great game. You know, it wasn't just. The Knicks doing themselves in that look the Heat are a really well coached team, and they've got role players that when are asked to do more than that have the potential to do it, and they happen to do it against the Knicks tonight. Now look, the Knicks won three out of the four quarters. If you want to look at it points wise, you know it's just that second quarter was really bad. They couldn't score. They shot five for nineteen in that quarter, you know, and that's where they dug themselves in the hole. What did they have? I think they had like ten points in the first ten minutes of the second quarter, and that was that was pretty they, much it. They couldn't buy a bucket. Um, you know, look, I was very confident going into this game. Uh, you know, I told Blandy, I, I, you know, I put some money on this game for Knicks to win. You know, and cover the spread by ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked my buddy into putting money on this game. You know, because I was that confident, and I said, look, the Knicks, the Knicks have been well coached. I said the Knicks. The way they played that game five in the Cavs series, you know, when when it could have been a letdown game, they they came in, they did what they had to do. They they know that they got to take this win without Butler, you know, and, and not let the Heat get two from them at the Garden. I really thought they were going to lay the smack down convincingly in this game. It didn't happen. And then I, I mean, I was I'm, I was irrationally confident through the fourth quarter. You know, yeah, when, when they were still down, I'm about. telling you guys, nope, the Knicks are going to pull it out. They're still going to win by 10, um, which they almost did down the stretch. I, I truly did believe they were going to pull it out because this Knicks team, we've seen comebacks down the stretch of important games in the fourth quarter. It, it's not like other seasons. Um, so against this Heat team, the Knicks showed me something. You know, that's why... It's funny. Really? The, the, the first really? few minutes, the first few minutes after this game, I'm telling my wife, I'm telling my son, the Knicks were lucky to get this win. They were lucky to get this win. And then, you know, like ten minutes later, I'm sitting down, I'm thinking about it. It's it's not lucky. It's not luck. The way they played down the stretch of this game, and again, look, I know the game is 48 minutes. It's not five minutes, but the way that they willed themselves and the grit that they showed and took care of business in the last six minutes of this game or five minutes of this game, it showed me a lot what this team can be made of. Now you just hope they can put pieces back together. They're going to, you know, have time to look at film again. I mean, we said this after game one, but now they really have to. It's, I mean, it's still a series and then some. I mean, the way they played to close the game is how they need to play the whole fucking game. Right. And that's sort of how they played most of the games, the full games against Cleveland. Those hustle plays and, Hitting their, hitting their shots when they needed to and sharing the ball and finding the open man. and 
I don't know. I do feel like they were very fortunate fortunate to win. I mean, oh, we could have sure. so easily been down 0-2, and the series would have been fucking done. Would have been done. But I here the, we are with a clean slate now. The, the two biggest things to me, at least, were the, the shot clock violation that they called that really shouldn't have been, and the, the Brunson three on the uh, Adebayo foul on, on Hartenstein. That was a, both that was of a those good things. I mean, because yep. think about it: the Hartenstein and and Brunson play. If they had disallowed that, they would have been down six with the ball. Instead, they were down three with a foul shot. You know, it totally changed the flow of the game. Yeah, which I still don't really understand how that play went our way, but I don't understand. There's it no either. way the review room got that wrong. No, no. So, team of no, they explained though. it pretty well. I mean, they explained pretty well. They said he was already in it. the upward motion of his shot. Really? When the foul was actually called, and again he started that motion down low below his what hips. What do you mean when the foul when the when they blew the whistle? When they blew the whistle, okay. correct. Okay, well that's because I know can't on, really the, hear on the on re- the broadcast right. they were focusing on when like Adebayo first made contact with Hartenstein. Yeah, visually, right. Yeah, right. yeah. But I guess ultimately that's not what decides the call. So and that his... guy in that that wild tie and <laughs> with the bow tie and stuff and explained it to us. Right. <laughs> With the Fruit Loops on his bow tie. <laughs> oh my God! Can you wear something normal in that role? Well, look, he's like, look, honey, honey, honey. I'm going to wear the Fruit Loop bow tie. I think I might get on TV tonight. You know, they might, Who can they take might him come to Secaucus like that. <laughs> right? Um, there's like a there's like a 99 chance you're not even getting on, and he's dressed like right. that. So a lot of questions from this game, and one of the first questions for me, came before the game even started when they show the starting lineup and you see Josh Hart in there again. Why aren't we going back to Quentin Grimes in the starting lineup and having Josh Hart coming off the bench? I know the argument from game one, you know, being that you want to get him on Butler, you know, as much as you can defensively. But why are you going away from what worked for you maybe, down the stretch maybe of Maybe Quentin's season? not 100%. He played 25 minutes, I mean, though. Yeah, he played 26 minutes. And yeah. he played important minutes in the fourth quarter. So if he's capable to do that, why don't why aren't you starting him? I mean, I, agree. Adds, I mean, they, they need adds, some punch it, off the bench. Punch off the bench with Hart. He seems to fit better with that group. Quentin Grimes is helpful and beneficial to the starting lineup. I mean, he's going to space you out better than Hart right. is. He's you know they they respect his shot more, and they need they need that offense on that second unit because I mean, quickly is he's MIA. Yeah, and like you said, it that, worked well, that, so that, that, well. That's against, my other question. It worked so well in the to. Cleveland series. Just fucking go back to it. Here yeah. we are with two games that we've struggled in. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And even again, even if Butler is healthy, I'd like to go back to that starting lineup. You know, keep these groups together the way they were. Now, but that brings us to the second question that you just said is quickly. What is going on with Emmanuel quickly? He can't do anything. He plays nine minutes. He played nine minutes tonight. I know. And my first thought is it was like, okay, is this a Tibbs thing or is this a quickly thing? But then you see quickly out there in the minutes that he got, albeit not a ton, but he's not the quickly that was out there in the regular season, the confident Emmanuel quickly that can control the flow of the offense, whether his shots falling or not. He, he, he just doesn't have it. No. I mean, he hasn't the entire postseason. It's a different playoffs are a different animal. Like it just feels so much tighter and every possession is everyone plays so hard. And it's such good defense. He's struggling. I mean, he I, I attribute that to just being a young player. 
look, this is his second go around in the playoffs. I know he was only a rookie his first time in the postseason. But look, now this is his third series now in postseason. And, you know, he other guys don't seem to have this issue. It, it Do other guys struggle in the playoffs? Yes. But I don't know. It, it's just disappointing. It's I mean, a guy us. who finishes second in the NBA in sixth man of the year has got to contribute to your team more than this. Did he score? You know, even if it's nine minutes. He, he scored he six points. He, right before he came out of the game in that fourth, he was starting to catch fire a little bit. Yeah, he, he had the floater Brunson back. was like standing on the sideline. And I was like, oh, maybe Tibbs should leave quickly in with Brunson because he was finally hitting some shots. The Knicks needed offense. But he plays best when he's like loose and dancing on the court and like he was against the Celtics. And I don't know. I do think that's just a hard thing to do. In the playoffs, he's got to loosen up and just. Well, look, I'm not fly. asking him to be dancing around on the court because we all know if you know if you're not playing great and you're not, you know, crushing the competition, you look like an you look like an idiot out there if you're dancing around, prancing around, all happy and giddy. But he can show some grit and toughness on offense and contribute. I mean, this is a scoring guard that's not scoring. No, not at all. Not scoring. He was actually a team low, which is shocking for him, minus six. And that seems like it's been like that for a few games now, right? Like he's usually <laughs> very high in the plus and he's always like towards the bottom lately. Yeah. Did you know that, did you see that we have, we're out rebounding the Heat in the two games, 98 to 73? Well, tonight Just it was what, 60 something to 40 something, I think, right? Depends which Every... stats you look at, but... Uh... Are those Barry stats? <laughs> it looks like... I have 50 to 34, but that doesn't... I don't think that counts for team rebounds. Uh, 50 to 34 in the ESPN box score. Oh, yeah. The the NBA's numbers here, again, they don't match up from... They don't, they don't match up here. That's weird. The The Heat, it has 22, 22 34 so rebounds, but no. they're listed as 43. <laughs> Under their totals, yeah, they've got a, they've got some rebounds. type of glitch. It's, Is that it's not team rebounds? Isn't that a thing? I don't think so. It used to be a thing. Every rebound rebounds? gets credited to a particular player. Well, how could this be every week? We're doing this because they it's, fixed it after we caught that. Not because yeah, we caught it. It says but after we caught that about ten minutes later, they did get it fixed. It says sixty-three for the Knicks as the total, but when you add up the actual players, there's only fifty. What the hell is the NBA doing? All right, guys, you want to hear some Ralph montaging? Yeah, why not? Let's hear yeah. it. Oh, I have to play it. Okay. This is just, yeah, and I want you to play the one that says Ralph on it. Okay. And this is just after tonight. I didn't do the last one. Okay. Knicks versus Heat, second game. Time to get excited. Knicks five, two after one. Boy, the Heat are better than I ever thought they'd be. That's the truth. Those fucking refs. <laughs> Knicks down by three at the half. Seems like only RJ and Randall came to play tonight. Oh, well. Knicks and Heat, game two, third quarter. It's a dog fight. Knicks win, Knicks win, Knicks win. But oh, my God, my heart. Oh, what a game. And you can thank me for this game because I remember to change into my ferret jersey just in time. Ralph's a superstitious fans too. everywhere. I mean, I didn't have an issue with the refs tonight. Did you? 
He's a game mm-hmm. one. I thought. I mean, was, I, I would I if I was a Miami was Heat fan. Game one was horrendous. I thought the though that one shot clock violation was terrible. I would. I was thinking that two and a half, and I was like, oh man, if God. I was a Heat fan, I'd be flipping oh out. Yeah, they could have. They could have. Like, how do you that, not? Though? Correct. Why don't it looked they, like yeah, he why? was. He uh, Spolster was waving his finger around like he wanted they to didn't do right it from the right right away. How do you not see that? It worked out for us. Whatever. The NBA will issue notes? that report and they'll say that you know the refs screwed that up. Too bad. Wasn't in the last two minutes. Oh, that's right. right so it won't even matter. Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the, no. the only calls that matter in the last two minutes. Who do we got, Blandy? Um, Jojo. Jojo. Is that is that somebody new? Yeah, this is after. Okay. This is I think this is after game, game one. one. Yeah. All right, guys. Sorry, this is the second take. Jojo Pellegrino. Oh, the guy in the Philippines. First time right? caller, long time listener. The Knicks got to take it easy. We're down, but we're not out. I said it before two years ago when everybody was on the case. Take it, it takes time to build a team. It takes time to build a team. My question for you guys, can anybody hold Jimmy Butler down for the whole series? Thanks. Sorry about the last one I left. That was a mistake. But he's out there. Is he the best guy on the court, like in in the series? Yeah, yeah he is. But yeah, I, I would agree. He, look, he had an amazing series against Milwaukee. Incredible, absolutely incredible. He had a a, a great game one against New York. Um, I, as great as Jimmy Butler is, I don't think that he can lead this team by himself through a second series against a good team. Um, I just don't think it's going to happen. I think, yes, I think New York has enough tools to do it. They just have to be smart and not mm-hmm. let the rest of the team collapse behind who's ever defending Jimmy Butler. Trust the, who you the Knicks, have. The Knicks are the better team. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt about that, correct? Correct. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I don't. <laughs> I, like They have no business losing to this team. But then again, the Bucks didn't either. But I agree, Barry. The idea of them climbing on his back and him leading them through two series—I mean, he's good, but he's not—he's not that good. Right, and and look, these are seven-game series that you're playing. Uh, albeit, you know, the Heat were able to you know knock the Bucks off in only five of them. But again, to to have Butler sustain it for that period, of, you know, that that amount of time is yet to be seen. And now again, he's compromised. whether you throw Grimes on him, whether you throw hard on him, the Knicks have defenders that can stand up to him. What the Heat um, have that we don't have, and I think it's important. Shooting. They have three-point Spilestra. shooting Spilestra. all the way around. And it's Spilestra. Just Spilestra? like that. I, yeah. I, go, I, 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 um, I always call him Spilestra for some reason. <laughs> but he is, like, the play, it's, I know the Tibbs, we all like Tibbs, but he's got that play, he's got so much playoff experience. I mean. Guy's got how many like, titles? Yeah, when he's, I mean, they, they show him sometimes looking at the court, um, and he's just got like this face that it's he looks like fucking Russell Crowe from A Beautiful Mind, just like with like all these fucking numbers running across his face. My wife said that he's got like resting, like pissed off face. Like he always looks like he's pissed off. Yeah, I mean, he looks like he's you know three chess moves ahead. And look, that's what he does, right? Anytime the Knicks 
you know, would seem like they have something going, he adjusts just like he did in game one after the first half. And, you know, the Knicks are getting all those points in the paint. And then he just had the heat, you know, collect and gather in the paint and take that away and force him to shoot from three, which they couldn't do. Um, he's always, you know, tinkering and making adjustments very, very quickly. You know, and that's why he's the Knicks the- have to be ready to change up their game plan very, very quickly. Guy's got 96 playoff wins. Yeah. It's crazy. It's an impressive resume. I mean, you're right. When he makes adjustments and when he's on the sideline, like I would put a lot of trust in him. He's got yeah. those guys playing. The way we thought we were playing against Cleveland is what they're doing against us, and we're nowhere near the, the, the level thing, of hustle they've been giving so far. The thing that worries me is, you know, you were talking about uh, adjustments, and Craig, I think you're the one who just said it. we have they have shooting like we we don't. It's just the Knicks always seem to be a step behind as the the Heat are always just swinging the ball around and there's always somebody open for three. Always. They're get, constantly getting open looks. And, like, we get some open looks too, but our guys cannot – they can't shoot like these guys on the Heat. There's, just all, there's always a Knicks defender, like, trying to close at the very end with, like, no shot of, of getting there. And a three going up. Like I don't understand why. I mean, we're supposed to be a good defensive team. I don't know why this is an issue. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you know, we're one. T- we're, we're a team usually has like one or two guys that you know can really hurt you from the three point line. I mean, they have four guys. You know, some or five if you want to count Kevin Love sometimes uh, when he's on the court that can hit it from the three. So they really space you out. And you don't want to let Bam come down the middle. So you're always helping, right? And you're collapsing on from the weak side. And the way that they pass the ball around, they're always able to find yeah. a guy left it's always wide open. open. And then when they don't, right? And the Knicks try to get closer to the man and, and, and defend the perimeter better. Then you end up giving like a runway for Bam out of bio. And he gets like this, you know, easy dunk. So look, the way that they play, it's it's not easy, even when Butler's not out there. You know, I think now, part of the reason why they're open, by the way, and they're able to swing so easily right now is two-fifths of our starting lineup, who is already not great at defense, Brunson and Randall, are like, they've got compromise. these ankles going on. Well, I so, don't know. I mean, Randall looked pretty good at me. I mean, he took Bam out of bio to his right. Then he took him to his left. I mean, the first step that Randall had, and he showed tonight, sure. offensively, yes. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about on defense, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I saw plenty of guys blow by. Well, him then tonight. I wouldn't. I'm not blame. I'm not going to blame Randall's poor defense on his ankle. I'm going to blame that on what's plagued him his entire career here, oh, which Randall, is just sure. effort. Yeah. But that being said, maybe this game unlocks Julius Randall. This is by far. By far his greatest playoff game he's ever had. 25 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists. I mean, he has not done that in any playoff game. His last two games, though, now, the game against Cleveland, he was on his way to something like this. Yeah. Yeah. In that first half. Every time he he leaves the ground, I I take a deep breath, though. Like, I hold hold my breath. It's just... He seemed to be doing a lot of running around like a lunatic when, and I was like, J- "Dude, just come!" Oh, he's gonna calm he's gonna tweak down. that ankle. He's gonna tweak that ankle again. I guarantee it. He doesn't. He's he hasn't gotten enough. He still hasn't gotten enough rest. You don't Hopefully think so? He's like, no. I mean, in that game, in in the game against Cleveland, he hurt the same one. Right. Well, next game is what? Saturday? He probably should have sat out again to get the extra like. 
Couldn't that's a long. To. That's a long big break. Right. You would think. Um, you would think if we had won Game One, he probably would not have. Yeah. Played tonight. Absolutely. You know, they could have afforded not to have him play, especially with Butler out. But with him, you know, with us losing, they, they had no choice. Good thing they got this W. That would have been good. Um, Blandy, who we have one more? Yeah, one more. Mm-hmm. One more? Brandon. Uh, there Boys, we, go. we got the W. It was ugly, but we got the W. I about shit myself multiple times. You got to give it up to the next man. That is, this team will always give you heart attacks. I'm glad we got the W, but we really need to look at some things. Our defense, um, and they're not playing without Butler. That's scary. Anyways, I'm just glad we got it onto Miami. Hopefully we can win one at least in Miami. All right, peace. Well, Saturday, 3.30, Barry. Landing yeah, shut off the Barry. phone. Right. Yeah, my phone yeah, will be right. off again. What time does work end? Five o'clock. Oh, so it's not so bad. It's not as bad as the other day. Not as bad as Sunday. Right. Are you doing news tonight, Blandy? I've got two stories. All right. Well. Um, all right. So we start off with uh, the announcement today that uh, or tonight that Joel Embiid was named the uh, MVP of the NBA this year. Uh, Nikola Jokic came in. Uh, second, and then Giannis came in third. I think, yeah, um, Jokic was going. You know, that was a big thing all season long. Could he possibly win a third MVP? There were people bringing, you know, racial things into it, but Embiid uh, wins his first MVP award. And then the only other thing I got here is uh, Chris Paul apparently tweaked his groin in uh, game two against uh, Denver, and he will probably be out for for the next week. So he's going to miss... Uh, a game possibly two uh, against mm. the Nuggets, which could be the end of their their season if things continue the way that they are. Um, That's it right now. Yeah. What about that Dylan Brooks shit? Yeah, I mean, I guess we could mention that the Shams Shams uh, Charania came out saying that the the Grizzlies have told him in no uncertain terms, told Dylan Brooks that he will not be back with them next year. Which I mean, listen, he how often does that? Why? What? No one ever. Why did they say that? Just because he's an asshole? I I guess I guess so. They've just decided that it's too much. I mean, listen, any of the stuff that he did is it worse than any of the stuff that Jaw's been involved in? No, of course not. But Jaw's, you know. A way better Did he player. do anything and that bad? Yeah, but Craig's right because even when somebody does something really bad, the team just doesn't resign them. They don't say. Or put out a statement. I guess they wanted to send a, a message. Yeah. But what did yeah. he do? What did he do? Something that offensive? I think. I think it was just the culmination all year long, like getting into the punching uh, Donovan Mitchell that time, saying what he did about LeBron, then punching LeBron in the in the dick. I think it just became too much. <laughs> if it was John Morant, they wouldn't part ways. He did become a sideshow. Yeah, you and, know, and to he, the Grizzlies. he did not perform in the playoffs. He shot like 30% from the field and like 20% for three. So could they I mean, replace Miles him with Bridges somebody else? They could. What Miles Bridges did, and Charlotte never said, we're not re-signing him. Right. Right, they just be quiet and they right. wait because you might you might want to. Obviously, they wanted to send a message for, for whatever reason. I mean, he did make an ass of himself like over and over and over again. 
I I think he's a dick, so I don't I don't mind. But and you got people all over Twitter saying, "Oh, the Knicks should sign him." Perfect Tibbs player. Perfect what? Tibbs player. Oh yeah. You didn't see that anywhere. No. A lot of people saying he'd be a perfect Tibbs player. Oh, thanks. I'll I'll pass. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the way. The basketball bounces. I don't know. He's punching all the right people in the groin for me as a Knicks fan. So <laughs> <laughs> not against it. <laughs> no, but I like the drama-free Knicks. Yeah, it's just then he didn't he didn't talk the last three games right in the series afterwards. He didn't even make himself available. The NBA fined him like twenty-five grand for that. But if you're gonna be a dick and be so outspoken, at least you know face the music after the fact. All right, guys. Well, that's gonna do it for today's show. Reach out to us. It's hardnickslife at gmail.com. Follow me on at hardnickslife. Barry, Barry at Barry Dworkin. Blandy at Blandy Hooper. You can call us. Call That's us right. after Saturday's game. That's Barry right. will the, still be working, but you can call us. The phone lines are always open, ready and waiting for your Knicks takes at 516-33-MESH-1, 516-336-3741. There's that golf swing. It's <laughs> <laughs> Saturday golf time, maybe. Uh, maybe. And even golf. <laughs> so, by the way, th- when that after, uh, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? I was going to say I was going to talk about story this from the startup. Yeah. What, what is, is that? What is? I it? think they, I know what it is. They smell on their fingers after. Uh, I think after isn't it like, three. Isn't though, it like, I think. Because they only do it after they make a three. I think they're smelling the three-pointer, and it smells good. But, yeah, like you said, Jay, it's akin to smelling that, you know, pink stuff after you, you know, dab it. What? What about, what about, I always, I think they're just snorting coke. I no. don't think oh, that's what it is. It's the I, three. I, it's three fingers. They're holding it the, as close to their nose as they can. They're smelling it like 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 it's cash. Like it's like it's you know pussy scent on their fingertips. Like it's it's so good. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sitting on the train and I hear like some. It sounds like someone pouring water. And I'm surrounded by Knicks fans. And we look behind us. And oh This guy no. is barfing. Just has his head down in his seat, barfing straight down to the floor. On a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon <laughs> at like 430. Nice. <laughs> and these these like really it was so funny because there were these like Knicks fans arguing about one of them was talking about something called Sizzla. Z Z L A or something like that. And, and one of them thought he was kept saying Sizzler, so it was actually a real funny conversation. Then this guy starts throwing up, and then, the, then one of those guys jumps up because he's sitting right in front of him. He's like, "Shit, did he get me? Did he just did get me? Just did this." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then he's, they were like, "Was John Stark sitting next to him at the train? I know he was at the game. But, was he down in the LIRR?" I love how John Stark's like the new Spike Lee at the game. By the way. Oh yeah, totally. I love how Patrick no more excited there. than him. Mello, Carmelo was there. Everybody yeah, showing Bernard up. King is there. Well, he's always yeah, there. Yeah, but so... Was LJ so like, there? But Patrick's not usually there. He's always there, too, but Patrick's <laughs> never there. Dude, this guy's barfing, and he won't. He doesn't stop. He just keeps, it keeps coming out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? <laughs> and then one of them was like, 
yo, get him to the bathroom. It's right there. What's he doing? And I was like, no. You want him up out of that seat? <laughs> he starts barfing. He's not spread. stopping. He'll just yeah, start barfing spread. all over all of us, wherever he goes. They're like, oh, you're was, right, you're right. I was barfing last week, Craig. Oh, yeah, uh, you had that, whatever you had. Yeah, I uh, I woke up in like the middle of the night. Maybe it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. And I was really nauseous. And I went into the bathroom, thought I was going to throw up. And then I'm just like laying on the bathroom floor, you know. Then I make it back to the bed. I bring like a pail in there. I'm like, it happens a couple more times where like I think I'm going to go. So I go to the bathroom again, uh, but nothing happens. I, I managed to get to sleep. I wake up. I was like, all right, let me let me take a shower. Maybe I'll feel better and I could try to go to work. This was like a Tuesday morning. So I get in the shower and about 30 seconds into the shower. Yeah, I feel it coming on. I get out of the shower. I drop to my knees and <laughs> I bet you did. throw my head in the toilet. And I just throw up so much, just like pouring oh. out of my house, like you see on, you know, in a cartoon. And I felt a little better. So... I, you know, got back in the shower. I did all my stuff. I said, look, I'm going to try to go to work. Meanwhile, I, I texted a couple what of... Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Your I, look, I, whatever. So I, I texted a couple of coworkers that are off. And I said, look, whatever. I might need you to cover for me. Um, but I'm going to try to make it. I'm going to try to go to work. So I have like a half hour commute. And um, about 20 minutes in, I'm on the parkway. And I feel like I'm going to have to pull over on the side of the parkway and get out of my car. Didn't throw up. Just needed a few minutes. Get back in the car. Get to work. I sit down going. in the... You kept I going after kept that. Going. You didn't turn around? I, look, at that point, I was like, you know, five or ten minutes away. You look like you um, shit your pants. I get I get into the... I sit down in the <laughs> office, and I said, all right, let me just sit down here for a few minutes. Wasn't feeling well, and I could tell. So I texted those coworkers. I said, look, I'm not well. I'm going to go home. And about ten seconds after I send the text... I feel it coming on. I rush to the bathroom, and I don't know how, but I puke a ton more, which I thought was, like, impossible. I thought if I was going to throw up, it would be, like, bile or something. Somehow, I still threw up so much more, even though I thought I'd thrown up everything before that. And, uh, yeah, I go home, and I, like, lay in bed for, like, the next nine or ten hours. Um, at one point, I did take my temperature at, like, 101. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that, then that night I went to bed, and in the middle of the night, I woke up again, and I was like, wow, I think I, I actually feel better. And I was. I was better now, the next day. Guess. It was like a one-day thing. You, let me guess. You barfed four bags of chocolate-covered raspberries. <laughs> no. You know what it was? It was ribs. Like barbecue oh, ribs. ribs. Oh, which, like, right. I'm not going to eat. Wait, no. Wait, wait. Can hold you on, imagine? Hold on. Hold on. You, your you're own saying ribs? it was food poisoning? Was it your own ribs or was it animal ribs? Uh, you know, by the end, I think there were a couple of my own ribs in there, now that you mention it. No, my wife you, had made ribs. Um, and I had them Sunday night, and then I had leftovers Monday night. Oh, my God. And then that's what came out Tuesday morning. Oh, so, like, how many awful. racks of ribs did you barf up? Oh, my God. I just kept thinking back to, like, them smothered in the barbecue sauce and this and that, and it's going to be a while before I can have ribs again. What about right. this? Did you have... That's a solid number two, man. No, a solid nothing. number two. There was no one point... No issues with that at all? No, and it's funny because my son had this stomach bug a few days ago, so I must have caught it from him, and he had the diarrhea going on in addition to the vomiting. I did have a bowel movement later Oof. on that Tuesday, but it was a nice movement. Oh, it was, good for it you. Was, it was solid. Ooh, it was not... Do uh, not... Go in there. Yeah. Woo! Well, lucky you. Sticky, sticky, saucy ribs. 
Yeah. God, imagine puking that. That was Craig. That was the sickest I've been in years. I can't remember the last time I was that sick that day. It was all wow, high. and you almost made it into work. Yeah, I, 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 I clocked in. I was there for about that, five minutes the before worst, going home. The worst thing you've ever thrown up. I once threw up taco meat. Like we had tacos, and it was like <laughs> ground beef, oh. and then I. And then I threw that all up. So that I would say that's probably the worst thing that I've ever thrown. Yeah. Did you ever throw? Did, were you throwing up the hard shells like back? Through no, 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 no. It was basically just the the just the ground beef, which essentially looked the same way coming up as it did going down. Well, you know, I told it's you my disgusting. son had this a few days before. My oh, son. All our listeners right now are barfing while they're, <laughs> they're listening all barfing. To the show. My son didn't make it to the bathroom in time. He went you all have over barf his rug. Sound effects, Jay? No, I don't. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. My son went all over Actually, his rug. And we tried to clean the thing. We just gave up. We threw the fucking rug out in the garbage. <laughs> Rolled up the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, well, let me ask you a question. Dude, I'm just about to start, like, heaving. Stop playing that. <laughs> let me ask Here's you a your question. idea. Barry. Yeah. When did you throw up at... When did you throw out that rug? When did I throw it out? Yeah. So he threw up all on the rug on what day of the week? Sunday. Sunday. And when did you throw that rug out? Sunday when did you night. You roll it up and throw it out. Sunday night. You threw it out out of your house on Sunday night. Yeah, I carried it out Sunday night. Put it on the curb. Why are you grilling him like that? Because that is that is not what your wife told me and my wife. She said it was basically in your house for like a day before you finally rolled it up and threw it out. Was it the next day? Yeah, Barry. It might have been the next. You day. left a disgusting puke-filled rug in your house. For at least a day before you rolled it up and brought it out. Look, and there was no. We there was, is no, no, there no, no, a reason no, no. why you didn't clean it? We did clean it. We tried to clean it. We sprayed it down. We vacuumed it up. We scrubbed it. This and that. And then you're probably right. Monday night, I came home she, from work and threw it out. You're right. She made some faces. She yeah. She made it very oh, clear come that you on. did not throw it there that for out, a day. That you, that you left it in your house for way too long. Like she was criticizing Barry. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. Like, she couldn't believe that, like, it should have been thrown out immediately, and yet here it was the next day. Well, she refused to clean it because she told my son, he said his stomach was hurting before he did throw up, and he's like, and I'm going to have Apple Jacks. And she said, don't have Apple Jacks if your stomach's hurting. You're going to throw up. (laughs) And he he ended up having the Apple Jacks, and sure enough, that's what he threw up. So she refused to help clean it up. What? So who is going to, who had to clean up? You and your son? No, I, I gave him all the stuff and I said, this is how you're going to do it. And then, you know, he wasn't being what? successful. So I did help him. Dude, this was Sunday. I came, I came home to watch the Nick game and I had to come and walk into my house and deal with the vomit situation. All I wanted to do is sit down and start the Nick game that I taped. Wait a second. Or you're joking about your son cleaning up his own vomit, right? No! The kid had a stomach He's not three bug. years old. He vomited all over the rug. He had to clean it up after himself. Yeah, that's I right. Mean, he Craig. he 11, was warned. He was warned. Or thirteen. He's about to be thirteen. He was warned not to have the apple jacks. Don't you think it was the apple jacks that sent him over? He wouldn't have thrown up with without the apple jacks. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. Oh come on, come on. Would have thrown up no matter what at some point. He probably would have. Poor Trey. Don't feel bad for Trey. Oh, I feel bad for Trey. All the kid wanted was some Apple Jacks, and now he's cleaning up a rug that you ended up fucking throwing away anyway. <laughs> yeah, this a is like a Pottery later. Barn rug, Craig. You know how expensive those things are. Oh, we've got this rug. It's one of the, it, you know the rug in my living room. It's like uh, shaggy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't believe we've not thrown it out yet, but we have not had. Throw up in there, yeah. 
Good when anybody you. throws up in there, it's out. You can't do it. No, you that. can't clean that. <laughs> no, it's done. <laughs> you, no, it's done. Yeah, exactly. I'm waiting for that moment. Whenever anyone's thrown up, I throw them right off that rug. <laughs> um, my kid won't even clean the piss off the toilet when he pees on the toilet. He's, <laughs> yours is cleaning throw up. Yeah, well, we tried. Was he willing to do it? Yes. Or was he crying about it? He was. No, no, no. He wasn't crying about it. He was willing to do it. You know, like, sometimes, like, after you throw up, there is, like, that, <laughs> even if you're sick. You feel better. You do feel a little bit better. Yeah. You get you know. a second wind. Right. Exactly. So you might as well clean That's up. why I went to work. Yeah. That's why I went to work. It's just that second wind doesn't last too long. Well, what a, what a show. All right, guys. Until next time, I'm not going to jinx it like I did last week. It is a hard Nick's life. Let's fucking go! Now, you were going to either go one of two ways, barfing or DJing. <laughs> <laughs> really I decided no not to do any more puking. <laughs> That's good. Uh. It's a hard niche line. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.